Hardly All the cycles, all the cycles. Welcome, yet again, to Podleadum. That is Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. My name is Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and we gotta eat. I'm J.D.B. Crumpin. Inform me. What's going on? And I'm Alexander Price, and this is gonna be a train wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Cassandra the Prophet has spoken. (laughs) Today we are discussing Cycle 17, Episode 10. Exploring Greece, somehow, is the title of this episode. Not accurate, but sure. My title is The Girl Who Never Mentioned Rodents. Right? (laughs) What an odd addition that was to that moment. (laughs) But you know what's a great addition? Our new sponsor at anchor.fm slash podleadum. Once again, that's anchor.fm slash podleadum. Thank you, Nicole. Winner, Nicole. Yay. Oh, I love, oh, I wish we could have a sponsor with the name of every winner. What a a beautiful collection that would be. (laughs) So thank you for starting uh, that, Nicole. We really appreciate your um, support of us and anyone else can pull a Nicole, as I'm going to call it, and go to anchor.fm. Nicoleing so hard. <laughs> go to anchor.fm slash podleadum to sponsor us today. Digital art. Yeah, we started hard on chaos. Imagine, if you will, you're Dominique Regard. <laughs> you go home being like, wow, can't wait to see my digital art. And you see the word luscious word art curved to follow your body lines <laughs> to cover your entire body and then on the rim of the bowl sexy in the right way <laughs> Laura <laughs> how weird and then <laughs> we have a collection of Greek letters yep that in when I typed it into Google Translate using a Greek keyboard came out as grepsk goddess but only one S mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, it's Greek goddess spelled incorrectly. Ah, uh, <laughs> sounds right. Sounds love, about right. I love the show not being able to spell Greek right. Not one person in, in on the Greek production team because that you could have called on for this. They put a in there instead of another E. What are you doing? <laughs> Angeli is fully obsessed with Dominique now. She oh. has picked one person to talk about, and that is Dominique. Lisa's still on the Allison train. Yeah. Allison, who's just sitting here wearing her swan fascinator. <laughs> oh, my God. Allison, who did not win. <laughs> Thinks she looks dead. Which, I mean, did we say that, too? Absolutely, we did. She does look uh-huh. dead. Yeah. I, yeah, I love these parallel storylines of Angelie v. Dominique and Lisa v. Allison, and everyone's one-sided. just going to eventually vote for Laura because no one hates Laura. <laughs> well, Lisa is just making her case to the show when she says, if this were a competition in being an all-star and having the whole package, then I shouldn't go anywhere, and I should win. So is that what this competition is about, show? Mm-hmm. It gives me big 
Cycle 13 Britney vibes when she said, it would be crazy if the person who won the walking challenge was eliminated this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, literally, Allison won two interview-based challenges. She's clearly got the whole, and she won the singing thing. Like, yes. she clearly has, I would argue, the whole package more than anybody. Yep. Yes. Against Tyrus' wishes, Allison <laughs> is winning. And has never been in the bottom. <laughs> Despite the fact that Tyra is voting for Allison every episode, <laughs> that is canon to me. Oh no, Dominique's backstory is here. Oh, oh no, her kids are so cute. <laughs> oh, too much. There's nothing more damning than seeing your backstory. <laughs> no. And then we get Laura and Angeli talking in the bathroom. And Angeli pulling on this single tuft of hair over and over and over again. She's also trying to pull the wool over our eyes <laughs> because Angelie says that she was third place. She says that she was top three. And I'm like, <laughs> and I know that like Alexandra can't speak from that CP tone flashback we saw of her earlier, but <laughs> I don't think you were canonically third place. Well, even Laura seems to be like, I watched your cycle and I don't remember when you went home. I love, no, I don't think so. I love Laura's life. Like, oh, I definitely watched your cycle. I just don't remember. Okay, Laura. Tyra Mail, tomorrow you will meet with the judges. Why was this taken in Tyra's hotel room in front of some shitty blinds? Why is this whole episode so budget? We've gotten some real outstanding wackiness from All Stars, as was hoped. Mm -hmm. But this episode really feels like all of the air and momentum and money has gone out of the show suddenly. Potentially one of the most flat episodes of the show ever. I'll tell you where the budget has gone. In getting the opening placement correct. They finally paid someone to choose when the opening song should come in. <laughs> they had to hire a consultant. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Credits consultant. Very important. Miss <laughs> J, when they, so they go and they meet Miss J. They go Ms. to the same hotel that they're yeah. at. Yeah. They go upstairs, maybe. And Miss J cannot hold back his giggles when we cut to them. And I'm like, Does, is, are, are you being a little scant, Miss J? You're like, ooh, can't wait for this. She's sporting a side pony that, like me, is short and thick. <laughs> She's also sporting some sock garters. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all, it's time to get messy. Just the messy, as we thought the Greek salads were messy, but uh-uh. This is emotional Greek salad. Because <laughs> 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 it's time to go middle school styles. And tell each other what we all really think about each other. And before we even get into that, I need to point out two outfits that people mm-hmm. are wearing. <laughs> sure, One sure, sure. is the Lisa, Lisa Frank leopard skirt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Laura's server at a restaurant that will either be called Casa Bonita or Mission something. <laughs> oh, see, I went right to Oktoberfest. <laughs> or sure. Yeah. But it feels very, like, quote-unquote, like, ethnic culture apparel let me tell you about our specials yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and lisa is at 
captivated by the idea of getting to judge other people. Of course. Uh-huh. Miss J tries to justify this challenge by saying that as all stars, you have to be able to give and take c- constructive criticism. Yeah, nope. And what's so funny is they've done this in the past when they were talking about, I think it was Cycle 4, and they were talking about specific photos mm-hmm. when they were testing that. And I was like, there's, this is definitely for drama, but mm-hmm. I can yeah. also see the plausibility of needing to do this. This is just them as a person. Well, this got done to Camille before, so thank God she already went home. Yeah. Also, to continue the theme of Greek salad, we're going to edit this like we're tossing a salad because we don't get like, here is one person's critique or runway or anything. We're just going to throw everything together so you can't tell what's going on at any time. We don't care about anybody until we get to Angeli and Dominique. We don't care about anybody until we get to the two of them. It almost seems, and what I'm about to say is crazy considering the show, like a pageant Uh where they have the walking (laughs) portion and the portfolio portion and then just the interview portion. Now let's talk about this walking portion because I'm (laughs) going to say this. What happened to everyone's feet? (laughs) (laughs) How did they just buff this floor? What is going on? Dominique almost almost slides out of the show. Angelie's... That's a harder time on this than she did on the carousel. Yeah. <laughs> I happened? will say, Angelie's hair flip was unnecessary. Yep. <laughs> Don't do that. Please. None of them did a good job. This at is Angelie walking down the plane aisle where she's pointing and touching. But Lisa's walk is also slippity sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> Only Allison gets out of it because she tries so hard not to fall all the time that she continues to try not to fall. <laughs> and as we'll find out way later, right beforehand, she apparently told Miss J, I don't want to do catwalk. <laughs> Love it. Thing. I've got a show to direct. <laughs> she had a body double come in for her. She's like, slap a blonde wig on this on this body double. Cover the eyes. Yep. Dominique says of Laura that she's a little country, but she's a white girl with sass, and I like that. <laughs> Which, I will say, if you're doing a Tyra impression, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. <laughs> we know that Dominique loves doing a Tyra impression. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like Dominique was were like, oh, we're doing, like, characters at first. So then they get to an interview portion that maybe happened all at the same time, or maybe it happened when they were each being evaluated, genuinely hard to tell we don't know even what the question is because is it who doesn't deserve to win who doesn't deserve to be here who doesn't deserve to be called an all-star like it's very nebulous as to what even is being asked here i think what actually probably happened is miss j kind of reworded the question every single time because it does feel like they respond with specific language mm-hmm. and at first i love laura's answer oh yeah i love because she's the one that gets the who doesn't deserve to win and laura's like i'm not gonna say that and also if that means i don't win this challenge so be it mm-hmm. so what yeah she's like it doesn't feel like there's a prize <laughs> laura heard from allison that there is no prize for this challenge <laughs> so Laura says no one. Allison says no one. Not only does uh, Allison say no one, but she's on the boat with Laura. I love that. <laughs> Let's all get on Laura's boat. Laura's having a party on her boat, and that's where you want to be. Plus, Lisa's- you know, Allison was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Laura said that, so now I can just be like, me as well. <laughs> and then- Laura sailed, so I could also sail. <laughs> so I could jet ski. <laughs> Lisa said, like, ugh, fine, we're being nice. Fine, no one. I would have loved a world where Lisa went first. Oh, this would have gone completely differently. Mm -hmm. And then Dominique gets up 
and says, basically... At this point, it's which girl is the weakest. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's, it's not about deserving anymore. Yeah, I think Miss J literally evolved the question because they weren't no getting the answers it. that would be fun to you, yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. And then Dominique attempts to do a come to Jesus talk. I don't understand why she chose in the middle of this budget challenge to have an Angeli intervention. It feels like something... It's the Tyra, though. ...has been not edited into the show. Yeah, did something happen this morning where they're all running hot for Angeli? Or does well, she know that Angeli just does not like her I'm or gonna, see her as competition and Dominique's like, okay, I'm going to say something finally. I'm going to argue conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. My one of many this episode. <laughs> that what we saw a sliver of of Laura and Angeli in the bathroom where Laura Angeli was kind of like huffing and puffing about what's happening in the competition and the competition as a whole was probably going on all over the room. And so there was already something in the air. Well, yeah. then at some point, Dominique says, I've already told this to her privately. So she knows. Yeah. And I'm like, once again, then I ask, why did you feel the need to do Say it, it again in this forum? Uh, I, I think sometimes, you know, Dominique can't help herself sometimes yeah i do think it's coming from a good place i'm gonna give dominique that benefit of the doubt and say yeah. that and, and laura that they both care about angeli I, I i think it's true what dominique says i see myself in you mm-hmm. oh it reminds me of the tiffany and brandy mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm. Sure. interesting where it was like i was you i know what you're going through let me offer you some wisdom that i wish i had but to me this just really is not the time nor the place well, but also in the narrative, Dominique's critique and speech to Angelique gets swept aside so quickly because of all people who have who has been drama free mm-hmm. the entire cycle. Walking out of rooms like a champ. Did not walk out of this room <laughs> because this becomes all about Laura. She is riled up. Well, she basically does a version of we were all rooting for you. Uh-huh. Tears streaming down her face. You can sing. You have talent, but you don't know it. And they're sitting beside of each other. So it's also comically too close to one another to be doing this. And Allison on the other side of the table has gone all the way back to California and is back in that doll. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Gone. And then then Lisa Lisa, can't help it. Lisa can't help herself. Shannon's gone, so she needs another person to sometimes get in the business of. Lisa's like, oh, we're not being nice anymore? Fine. (laughs) Finally. That says you represent persistence, but I didn't. I don't even know what you sell. What does that mean? Well, I think that Lisa is using the brands as a way to tell people things that she, like me to say things. Like if she's I frame weaponi- it, weaponizing brands all the time because Lisa memorized these brands. Yeah, she knows them better than I do. Mm-hmm. Then Angelie gets upset and decides. I- I also want to point out at the very top of this, I think Angeli was trying to be funny. Like when Dominique very first started, she did, she threw up her hands. She was like, well, of course. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like she was trying to stay even about this. Yes. I will say her leaving is not the best way to react to the situation when you've been told that you don't handle criticism well. Well, and then also Miss J is like holding everyone at the table's hands. I also don't like... I do have sympathy for Angelie here because Miss J was like, okay, we're all talking about you. Let's get you up there. And it is her interview portion. And this is where she's supposed to be the one who gets to talk. Mm-hmm. And they don't let her. They just keep saying that, you know, you're not listening to me. You're not hearing me. And once again, just because 
you don't like the way what you're saying is being received doesn't mean that you're not being heard. Yeah, and and also, like, Laura is almost the worst offender to me in this because Angelique says, can I talk? Like, Mm -hmm. I am up here, can I talk now? And Laura's like, you need to listen to me. And I'm like, you had your time to talk, Laura. I don't think this is Laura's best moment. But I also, I feel for Angelique, but I also... I need Angelie to realize when they are telling her you don't seem ready to receive the critique to see why they're saying it because then she later and it's jumping ahead but she basically says that but it's as though she can't hear that from other people and I totally go young Alexander was totally guilty of this where you don't like being told what to do or how to conduct yourself because you have this kind of like righteous justice anger but if if you're being told what you're already thinking you have to sometimes process that i just don't think angelique does process that but see if we go back to earlier in the cycle when she handled nigel's bogus criticism like a pro in the moment i really think that do i think what they were saying to her was coming from a loving place yes but the end result was that she was ganged up on and it was her versus everybody else in a way that got escalated by Miss J, quite frankly. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And they would not let her change the conversation. I think that it also just feels in general like this had been bubbling up somehow. Mm-hmm. Because it's just so different for Laura. And she seems so actually frustrated. And super emotional. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's kind of fascinating how everything plays out. And I also, even though as she walked off, it might've not have been the best thing. I think getting out of there was not the worst decision for Angelique to, and I do, I to do go and sit, point... to go and sit on that very dangerously high. <laughs> no, I just think the I worst do, Well, thing... I do take your point, Alexander, that like by doing this, it's going to confirm everything that they're saying about her to themselves. Yeah. And that's like sort of a catch 22 for her yeah. that she, will need a better solution to at a certain point. I totally agree with you yeah. on that. If I, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm, yeah. yeah. It's just, I, and I think that like, I, like, while I think that it's coming from a place of care from at least, at least Laura and Dominique, I do yeah. think that. Yeah. I think by completely shutting it down and then to retreat into fuck you all, you're all bitches, you're all jealous of me. is like, that's also not helpful. And yeah. like, it's just like, I think, yes, I believe that removing herself from the situation was the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. Completely. Like she did on the photo shoot that one time, right? Yeah. But then to double down is not is only hurting you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times I think what Angelique does is only hurts herself in yeah. the situation. She did mm-hmm. it in her own season before too, when she started like not winning and that it all that put on herself. She just pushed it all away in mm-hmm. like this ang- anger. Well, and she she makes things very lonely for herself. Yeah. A lot of the times and you and i think it's very easy to see why and knowing some of the stuff that we know yeah. it's extremely understandable and like she says it does sort of make sense in a competition where you're not gonna trust the people you're competing against yeah and well we kind of saw that with her friendship with krista that we mm-hmm. loved so much early on and that at some point when krista was doing so well and the competition got i think further, yeah, further down the line. has a little bit of trouble at this mm-hmm. point still like 
not comparing herself to other people. So she mm-hmm. sees other yeah. people doing well and she takes it as they almost like an affront to her from yeah. them. And it just it's not helpful. It's not it's not helping her. And in a competition setting it is tough because it's one of those situations where their victory is taking away for something from you. Yeah. Because a lot of times you can say, well like look, in the real world, their success does not mean that you cannot also be equally successful in whatever avenue, but in a competition setting it's tougher because some of that is you know and i do think as as you said alexander later in the episode we will see angeli coming from this place where she's like i am my own worst enemy essentially like i am my biggest obstacle i think is what she says so i do think that she does know that but in situations like this she obviously just gets so triggered and then can't hear it yeah only hears criticism Or, or can't even like hear it but not let it affect her yeah Because I think everybody is in situations sometimes where, like, people are telling you about you and it feels bad and you just have to sort of, like, close up your ears and let them talk until they're done talking. Mm -hmm. But but what I'm saying is I wish she had done that. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with you. But but I think at this point in her life that situations like this are so triggering that she can't. Yeah. Is what it seems like anyway. As the tiniest, goofiest palate cleanser, when she (laughs) is walking off, there is something so real about the fact that she does not know which of the sliding doors is open and which are closed. (laughs) Because she goes to the one that's like, ah! (laughs) Goes out and then they edit it out when we return. I'm like, no, give it to me twice. I will say, as though, even though Miss J riled this whole situation up, I Mm -hmm. do think he does know how to get through to her. I agree. Kind of a fascinating talk about like, this all became about you. So who is this about now? Who has the power? Everyone's talking about Angelie now. Mm-hmm. It was kind of in, and I, it was, I love this version of Miss J where she's like me and he's like, great. So get on up. Much better than J Manuel. Oh, oh my goodness. Comparing every those two talks. Day. Every hour of every day. <laughs> <laughs> I love these little scorecards that look like Mad Libs that they are handed to score each other. There was something right before we get that because that was amazing. And you know I love, oh my gosh, math. After all that, her coming back and Miss J now being like, who do you think is your biggest competition? I'm like, what, what answer? Could you imagine if she gave a, 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 a like, real I answer? I don't know, Laura. <laughs> because she says, none of them. And then sits down I'm like, yeah, what was she going to say then? I mean, to be fair, she maybe should have just said that to begin with, but sure. <laughs> So as you say, they get handed these little scorecards to rate each other on runway, portfolio, and overall star quality. And my favorite aspect of this is that they all go to different corners of the room. Secret. Super far away from each other so no one can cheat off each other's paper. And then tally time. The most fascinating part of this is that the the two people who would weakest and strongest almost had nothing to do with the narrative (laughs) (laughs) because i think people forgot about allison because she disassociated back to Uh california i think they also all played this because everyone does think allison is probably going to Uh, win this well this is yeah this is my question how did we really fill these ballots out and why did we we do them this way when there was nothing on the line Everyone played game. Everyone yeah. thinks Allison is the strongest, so they made her the weakest. Everyone thinks Laura is the weakest, weakest so they made her the strongest. strongest. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lisa all but confirms that. <laughs> she optimizes it immediately. It's just such a silly waste of time. Well, and then they're told just for participating, you get a prize. And I'm going to argue this is a punishment. This is a punishment. <laughs> So they're told that they get to hang out with a socialite. Ah, Crete's most famous socialite. Which the internet scoffs at. Yeah, because you can't Impossible find a to single search. thing about I this person. For someone 
with a name <laughs> as chaotic as Twilem Piper, where the only vowels are Y's and E's. I found someone on Instagram who I believe is the same person, and she is now creating contemporary sculptural fine silver jewelry. Mm. And she has less followers than I do. Yeah, she also has a SoundCloud with nothing and <laughs> a YouTube with one subscriber. She doesn't have any videos. It's just for her playlist. I'm sorry. <laughs> a SoundCloud with nothing. It's like a blank photo. <laughs> This represents Twilight Piper. <laughs> her only IMDb credit is, of course, this episode. And her credit is former model in Crete Socialite. What's the Greek version of Hamptons magazine? <laughs> is that what you think she's on? Yeah. She has zero interest in doing this as well. And conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. This episode was supposed to be called Twilum Piper. Wouldn't you have loved it? But either her behavior mm -hmm. disqualified her. Or she never showed up to set. Either this, one equally plausible. This is so odd. Because listeners, if you've not seen this episode, what is going to happen? Is there all go going to get on Force. the good ship, Twilum? They get they get on a boat with a stranger. Mm -hmm. Go to a second location. Uh -huh. <laughs> who, who ask them to give her the goss. Yes. And they're all like, we're exhausted. <laughs> and then they go to a bar. Where she does everything in her power to kill them. <laughs> well, before we get to the bar, Laura said, this show caused me trauma. Uh -huh. Oh my gosh, how could I forget this? <laughs> because I feel like you also have water anxiety. Mm -hmm. Well, most of the group does, but they're forced to Would dive. not have predicted Allison to be the one to cannonball. I She's trying to leave. She's Dominique trying to get out of here. She's trying to get out of here. has a full scuba mask and flippers. And when she comes out of the water, she goes, ah! That is, listeners, that is me. That is what I would do in the water. And then Laura literally says, well, I've uh, always, you know, not been good at water. And they show the picture of the water shoot. And she's like, I actually think it got worse ever since Top Model. Like, wow. When I almost saw Sunday drown, it got much worse. <laughs> it lives with me every day. <laughs> then they go to Cafe Puerto Bar, which isn't what it is called. Uh huh. And also, it's the sweatiest location you'll ever be inside of. This place is open until 5 a.m. and has karaoke. No, thank you. And this just exercise in strategies to avoid drinking <gasps> alcohol from dubious sources. Dominique said Twilum has a drinking problem. She Dominique said, it. I'm going to find a local to do my shots for me. That's strategy number one. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> or you could do the Allison, just tossing it over your shoulder because this floor is already super sticky. <laughs> I love that she's not even subtle about it, too. Like, Twyla's like hanging off of Allison, and Allison's like, woo! <laughs> and they, are, they are drinking. Seemingly, if we're to believe, Rocky, which is basically Crete and Turkey's uh, alternative to like Uzo, Grappa, mm -hmm. Pastique. Grappa, yeah. Mm -hmm. Really high proof from grape leavens. Allison Not says fun to drink. She's no. been brought 25 shots with strawberries in it of 100 proof alcohol. <laughs> Her face every time the camera catches Allison, where she's like, what the fuck is going on? I'm I was like, truly so worried. I'm because, sorry. I just need, uh, look. I worked in bars for a very long time. I was a professional drinker for a while, like good at drinking. Doing a shot with a full slice of strawberry <sighs> in it. How? 
How? And I need to point out something. I think it was really fucking shitty of Lisa to call out the other models about, because it seems like she's mostly talking about Laura. Mm -hmm. At least the way the show films it. Certainly, Truly, Laura seems like the only one who's drinking anything. Mm -hmm. But I probably don't think, I don't think Laura got wasted like Twylum. No. But it was really shitty as... Laura kept taking sips of shots. Yeah. yeah. Twyla would hand her thing and she would like take the tiniest sip and put it back on the tray. Like, see, I drank. Yeah. But Lisa's getting real shitty about other people drinking when uh, you were on celebrity rehab. Mm-hmm. And it's not as a judgment, but like you'd think as a most people when they go through recovery tend to give grace yes to other people lisa is not that person oh no oh, oh lisa no, no, has no, never no. given grace to anyone for anything. anything anything ever also interesting that now angelie is only talking about the terrible budget challenge in the context of what dominique and lisa had to say and not ever mentioning laura again mm. yeah because Which i do think they're actually friends. friends i think they're actually friends and i think she believed that laura was trying to be sincere and helpful, sloppy and messy as it was with her. Mm-hmm. And she does not believe the same from Dominique, her new worst enemy. They <laughs> and... made up at dancing at this disgusting club that would have been absolute fucking hell. I honestly in. can't. Of all the things we have heard post-episode from Where Are They Now segments of things that were edited out of the episode. Extra challenges, extra teachers. Why was this all whole that thing stuff, not edited out? Why is this not edited out? Because mm-hmm. this served nobody, for, nothing for nobody. Especially when you framed it as celebrity vip treatment and then we see where you go and what you do and no one's enjoying it and it makes this person look like a full monster mm-hmm. yeah i would have been so upset if i were twilin piper you think twilin watches anything no she's too busy silversmithing <laughs> she's putting her energy into silver you know me silversmith twilum. you know me twilum <laughs> my silver jewelry we get the best part of the episode yep which is the donkey donkey station (laughs) yay that was a cute donkey and then we get tyra urn (laughs) pictogram tyra pictogram (laughs) and allison tries to secret what this shoot is going to be and manifest it for herself Mm -hmm. so they go to what probably is overlooking the hotel Oh, this is hotel adjacent for sure. Jay is playing a competition by himself, which is, what is the nicest thing that I can turn into the meanest thing? (laughs) Because they all arrive and they look at a beautiful location and they're excited. And his response is, you love a view, huh? (laughs) One of the few things everyone can agree on is looking at a pretty view. (laughs) (laughs) these basic assholes who like looking at the ocean (laughs) we brought you to this location none of you had ever been to before and you want to look at it like idiots (laughs) how were they to guess how were they to guess that this was supposed to be olympics when the people in the urn pictograph were dressed Mm -hmm. famously the olympics were men and nude Mm-hmm. And then, of and course. And then Mr. J lies. Yes. And mm-hmm. says that this shoot will be including fashion accessories that recreate ancient Olympic sports. Some sports. Lies. <laughs> and also the jewelry, the way we feature this jewelry. <laughs> 
feature feature the jewelry jewelry is also not what they do i think it's clear we never reference who the jewelry is made by what the jewelry is okay it'll surprise no one that hurdling was not part of the ancient olympics nor was archery Mm -hmm. the only ones in the original original olympics that we use are shot put and javelin Discus came later Mm -hmm. but this is every time mr j is always 70 percent correct about something or 10 percent correct about something honestly i bet that mr j gets a hundred percent correct information and then decides to zhuzh it up a little bit (laughs) and then to make this even worse and more budget the photographer is nigel i wrote bleh (laughs) he comes in badly flexing cosine Although he does put his arm around Mr. J, which, I mean, they they never seem to like each other. I was Gay surprised rights, I by that. <laughs> but he now, like comes look, in, like, flexes his shitty little arms, be like, oh, me, strong man. I will say, though, that oddly, I appreciated Nigel a little bit in this episode because at least it seemed like he had a conversation about what he was going for motion-wise with each model. And he, they did he did demo. He did demo. Yes, but I would argue he doesn't know how to demo everything correctly. Mm. Oh, no. Nor but does this like, photo shoot seem planned beyond 10 minutes before the women arrived. Yeah, and I'm going to spoil this right now and say all of these photos are bad. <laughs> this is probably his worst photo shoot that we've I'd seen agree so with far. That. This feels like a Tyra photo shoot. Well, that's, you're just thinking that because it's a black, black white, white for no reason. <laughs> Dominique is first. And she's getting javelin. And her fashion accessory that's turned into a javelin is a javelin. (laughs) Let's talk about Dominique, because she says two bananas things. First of all, (laughs) she has never heard this word before, and she refuses to learn it because she calls it a javin, which I love. And she does not even learn it for Nope. And then she also says that she is going to become the final two, as if she (laughs) is going to clone another Dominique. Hey, you know what? In th- what you showed us in that ranking, Allison beat Allison, so why can't Dominique <laughs> beat Dominique? But yeah, I think the I think the jewelry is two bracelets attached to the javelin near the handhold, and then Nigel's like, "Oh, stupid, Dominique, that's the wrong way round." How would how? Dominique know? How? Also, I... why would I trust you? <laughs> I, kind, I, I would love to hear y'all's thoughts. I, I kind of like what they did with her hair. I thought that I was too. interesting. I, I actually think the styling is I thought hers was one of the few stylings that actually referenced in some oblique way ancient Greece. I agree. I don't like how it's talked about later, but I agree that the styling looks yes. nice. Yes. Oh, well, I because I when we get often to... like the styling, but don't like how it's talked about in panel. <laughs> Because when we get to Allison, who is given a purse to be her discus. The dumbest of all of them. I'm going to say it right now. Absolutely yes. the dumbest. Beca- and then she's just in a fancy black gown, holding a black purse. And when Nigel says she looks like she's hailing a cab, I'm like, yeah, that's the outfit she's wearing. And you often do that with a purse in your hand. Yes. It's not even a circular purse no nope. why wasn't it circular i don't understand that and also why wasn't it a hat 
because it's, but but it's jewelry so it shouldn't even be a purse or, to begin with or just a discus with fucking bracelets hot glued to it or something <laughs> i mean honestly great he also nigel you'll notice in this episode is doing a lot of like thanks sweetie all right sweetheart hmm. because of course it almost feels like he's trying to be like remember i'm your friend even though all of you were devastated by my terrible behavior during that bathtub per- perfume thing you can trust old nigel right noted photographer nigel yeah. I'm not sexy today. I do like later when Angelique comes on set and says, What up, what up, Nigel? What up, Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> Nigel incorrectly shows Allison how Discus is thrown because, of course, he does. I will say this, though. You tell me one person without looking it up who knows exactly how a Discus is thrown. I mean, I've thrown Discus before, but I went to a weird middle school where we, in seventh grade, did ancient, like, Olympic style games. Ooh. And then in eighth grade we did traditional like track and field we did murder ball <laughs> <laughs> where's my murder ball photo shoot <laughs> lisa gets the olympic game of hurdling she did in high school which i don't believe i don't believe that because she doesn't do it correctly did she get an accessory yes there are necklaces draped on the broken pillar they are just lying on the column. She's jumping over fashion. <laughs> <laughs> she straddles the fence. <laughs> and Lisa, I can't believe they kept this in the show. Lisa says, well, if I do what you to- tell me to do, you're going to pick a bad shot. I can't believe they left this in. I can't either. And that she isn't punished for it in some way and then nigel Nigel. actually seems weirdly like it's either his best acting ever or legitimately like he's like a little offended by that which is fascinating he's like we don't what do you mean we don't do that i'm here for you and yeah he lies and then also says another lie i think that nigel personally assigned each event to each model see what's interesting is i maybe i just misheard it i thought he implied the opposite that he doesn't know any which is also this is also bad but he doesn't know anything before he shows up oh no i thought it was alexander where he said i personally picked oh okay i mean i we're gonna easily could have misheard it and misunderstood yeah. it which actually proves lisa's point mm. a little bit yeah for sure i'd love it i kind of love that lisa shuts him down like the conversation he's going to keep that conversation going and she's like do you want me to get back up there i'm, I'm good what you got i'm good laura gets archery and aka a bow and arrow with a necklace glued to the arrow to the bow i also this is going to sound incredibly shitty and bougie why did they spend money on getting a composite bow that is more expensive and also inappropriate for the shoot instead of just making the easiest thing of a piece of wood and a string Mm -hmm. there was no reason for them to spend money on this bow and then laura in a return to adorable <laughs> talks about her sister who's quite good with a bow and arrow because we gotta eat <laughs> and then later when she's leaving says so my sister can kill with a bow so best photo right <laughs> that was great. well she did threaten the crew because she starts pointing that bow at in a really uncomfortable way by pulling the string back as it's with a loaded arrow once again would have been better if it were actually just a prop for a while it did seem like it was set in i don't know there's a part of me that almost looked like it was set like it couldn't fire 
because I'm surprised we didn't see that footage, <laughs> truly. <laughs> but like at one point, we literally see some someone of the crew still in the frame as she's pointing the bow directly at them. Now I'll say this: that Laura poses her tail off. I yeah, agree. she does. And I think I like the look of it, even though clearly it would make more sense for fencing or something. But they give her this mask pull, because Laura also always has to have the extra challenge. Mm-hmm. Right, she has to be the one to fall. She has to be the one, so she gets a full bepearled mask on her face i did like the look of it it looks good. i like the it's look just... i just wish it was for fencing i'm sure is there something that made sense why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know why i asked that of the show anymore and then angelie gets shot put and is handed two painted abalone shells what how is made into i'm a sorry purse. you said shot put <laughs> what is it called because pit shot <laughs> pit <butt> shot, shot. <laughs> Again, I don't know. The funniest thing to me about this is that none of them can retain what their thing is called, even though I think they're pretty commonly known. But what is this accessory? This... It is two abalone shells I... glued together to make a purse. The stylist hands it to Angeli and is like, be careful. It's a shell. So it could break really easily. And I was sitting there like, what? <laughs> but also... the jewelry? Why are they giving her something that fragile for the throwing event? <laughs> <laughs> Nigel doesn't know how to do shot put either. And why would you not just give her a small clutch? I'm sorry, I'm still on this, but it's driving me crazy. You could pick up a compact from the makeup table. <laughs> and then we get a lot of touching that I didn't like. Nigel shifting her into the pose that he wants. Yeah. And really grabbing at her. Before that, there's also a weird moment where her back's completely to camera, and he's like, are we shooting? <laughs> what is there, there seems to be a... a I, I totally... I don't want to skim too far past. Obviously, the touching was way over the top and out of place and uh, inappropriate. Mm-hmm. But also, it seemed like there was a disconnect between Anjali and doing a photo shoot at some point. It feels like they're all hungover from their time with Twilight Piper. <laughs> But it just, because they wanted to capture the motion, it felt like she was waiting for a go that never Maybe, came. Yeah. She and was start, like, she she had one of the rotational ones, right. yeah. which is much harder to capture. And also something that covers your face, for the mm-hmm. most part, if you're setting up the shot put correctly. I thought Angelie and Allison, despite Laura's full face veil, had the worst of this shoot. Yeah. Well, because... Angelie's also given shimmer pants. This is full Gabrielle, one item of clothes. You got shimmer pants. <laughs> <laughs> then when we head back, Dominique calls out the show. She said, oh, we're we're, we're saying the show is bad? Mm-hmm. I, Dominique would like to jo- jump in on that bus. <laughs> I have no... She also tries to produce her own TV by going, what if we're the judges? Would that be fun? No. No? That no one, everyone didn't enjoy that challenge? <laughs> She also says that the last time she shot with Nigel, she went home. At panel, a blackjack dealer has substituted in for Tyra. We're still in the era of the tiny vest. The back of it is bright orange. <laughs> and the cuffs. And Tyra says something. The lights come up. She sees the contestants. <laughs> she says, wow, it is so weird seeing like less and less and less girls. Isn't it, Tyra? Mm. Wouldn't it be weirder if you saw more and more girls as time went on in the show? <laughs> This is not the first season with eliminations. <laughs> yeah, it's like fine to do it in your first couple of cycles. No. But at this point, 
you've literally seen these specific people <laughs> eliminated. <laughs> because Twylum failed to show up to set, Jay Alexander is the guest judge. Mm-hmm. I love that theory. I love that theory. Love it. Also, Either I'm so in glad. the hospital with alcohol poisoning or just went somewhere yeah, and on didn't her boat. come. On her boat. I on think her boat, she's yeah. just on her boat. And then captions crunched when she introduces Andre Leon Talley as one of the most influential people in Owl of Fashion. <laughs> and Tyra decides to play with pronouns in a way that was a rough stuff. I didn't stuff. like this at all. No. Mm-hmm. He's in the house. Or should I say, she? Because Miss J has my hair from my hair drawer on? Not true. We saw Jay with this hair earlier. Earlier. I mean, it is bigger now, but... <laughs> I just... Tyra creating these improvised narratives it just reminds me of her using the fire department to escape her room. <laughs> and then the ADR has never been harder. What happened in well, this Well, there's also room? some, like, One also, Tree Hill music this... over the whole thing. What were we covering? Also, we have this dialogue. We have the prizes. What's happening? So you were an Olympian shot by the wonderful Nigel Barker and the girls. They were fashion ancient Olympians. So they were throwing a purse or hurdling over jewelry. So we incorporated fashion. (laughs) And then she goes, "My okay, my ancient Olympians. And the music cuts out. And then we have this silent walk as if the sh- <laughs> it's so awkward. and that's the reveal of the bright orange back piece yeah, on is. this vest <laughs> maybe that's why the music cut out fled gotta get out of there now tyra has a new bit and it's half knowing the lyrics to each gal's song though i did kind of like actually i honestly most of the time liked it as silly as it was one two three four allison harp <laughs> <laughs> well, she only remembers kind of the parts that she lip synced to. Which makes sense, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Allison is first. This has got some real witch energy. Yeah. So I have a, listeners, I have a picture in my office where I record that is <laughs> not, series, not this hand. A series of what are called mermaid <laughs> hands that an artist does. And it is a divisive photo among my Mm. friends. Some people are, like, entranced by it, like me. And some people find it the most hideous, heinous thing that I've ever hung on my wall. Allison's hand is doing... (laughs) I I can't imagine a human could get their hand into this position. Look at the crossroads of surfer and spellcaster. (laughs) We find this photo. Put a motorcycle right under her. (laughs) It also looks like the purse is her hand. (laughs) Well, because of course this is impossible. It also, why are they in black and white? Why not this sepia? beautiful scenery? <laughs> why not sepia though? If you're gonna go old fashioned y and reference pottery, maybe a a pottery color. We also it's... get such an odd extreme close up of Allison's hands in panel. Yes. Yeah. Nervously, you fidgeting. know fidgeting. And I don't know why. Why? Also, Andre has a new obsession. He's got that Andre Leon tally. One thing that he's going to be obsessed about in every photo, and this time is the shoes and how much or how little they are in the mud. Yep. Yeah, which is not her fault. No. But also, this, this, I will say, it looks a little like a perfume ad, but mostly because there's so much negative space at the top. This photo is badly composed as well. None of these photos are good. I'll say one of them is not bad. I'm not saying it's good. 
I said one of them is not bad. There's one or two that I think are fine. It also kind of looks like, you know how when you're a tourist and you try to make something look like a phallic thing? Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like she's doing that with, with the column. The column. <laughs> <laughs> I also think that when Andre Leontali was co- talking about the high heels, it was almost like he was calling out the show like someone on set was not doing their job. Mm. Looks department. But no, it's not it's not very good. But I also it's not feel terrible like, though. For the for the ask that she had. How was she supposed to do this? Yeah. And her face looks good, and it does feel like a little bit of a different face. Yeah, it's it's not. This is the thing. I don't think this is Olympic discus. Mm. I think this is like witch on a mountain. Mm-hmm. And for witch on a mountain, it's selling decent yeah. photo. But for Olympic, also, how is she supposed to? She's in a column dress. I mean, come. But then the next person we have is Lisa, and I hate this photo. As do I. It's so. Truly one of the weirdest things they've ever shown <laughs> on Top Model. And they act like this is genius. Oh, they love this. Until we hear from Miss J during private chambers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she looks like she has a singular leg. Her face is terrible. It's the worst angle I've seen on her face. And her eyes are just whatever the opposite of smize is. <laughs> yep. It's not a hurdle either. It you the jewelry is hidden by her shadow because it's draped on this pillar. The fabric is good in this photo. Yes, the fabric caught the wind. She made the smart choice to hold it when she was jumping. I, I almost think that like Lisa was given an impossible challenge, and I am not going to go to the, to bat for Lisa a lot. But she has been told not to jump, and then they give her a jumping sure. challenge, and they also give her one of the dumber setups in general for this shoot. Yeah, I just, I do agree though. I'll give Lisa some credit. I think what she was doing before Nigel told her to jump over this unsafe pillar was better. Was better. Yeah. Because this photo could have been a very angular, athletic, knee Mm -hmm. up, almost like she was pottery. Yes, sure. Where like arms, angles, leg up, side profile it's i think it's actually a misstep of nigel placing himself where he placed himself and telling her to jump over a pillar and you also don't even get the impact of her jumping it's like she put on a lot of in a lot of work for a result that was never going to happen also there's like a it kind of looks like she's being held up on wires like (laughs) this this is horrible like she's peter pan and she's about to go up for the first time Uh (laughs) Woo! she's like my groin hurts so much Dominique is next. I think what I like about this is kind of what I wanted from Lisa's picture, where this feels like there's like a pottery. Yeah. I think that the shape she made, especially balancing on one leg, I think she really created a dynamic pose that also to me, I don't, I I honestly, I hate the way they talk about this photo, but as a photo itself and what she did modeling, I think this sells javelin. Mm-hmm. And I think it sells like a fashion interpretation of Javelin. Mm-hmm. I think there's really good working with, I think this is actually quite a well-composed photo with the, the broken column under her arm and the column off on. There's something very cool about this. It feels like the first one that's taking advantage of the scenery mm-hmm. and the view. Mm-hmm. And I do think she had the best 
most evocative styling that splits the best difference between referencing ancient Greece and referencing fashion. Then Andre Leon motherfucking Tally <laughs> needs to say that she doesn't look Greek. She looks like a Maasai warrior. And not as a compliment, but holding it against Dominique. Mm -hmm. As though it's her fault that she is the darkest skinned person left, that they've styled her in a certain way. Because if you're going to say like, oh, the hair is far more like Maasai warrior, or the fact that she has a javelin, that's not a spear, but whatever. But this is his worst moment in a long while, because like, how dare... It's it's especially frustrating because she is literally the darkest person left. Yes. This is a very, very pale yeah. white skin yeah, cast. Is. And to hold it against her that she isn't doing Greek because she has a darker skin tone. And she is still not that dark, but the darkest left is infuriating because he also doesn't let up on that. Yeah, no, no he, he doubles down in this really yeah. like gotcha kind of way that is, I just don't understand where it's coming from. And then on top of that, also is still obsessed with her hill sinking in the sand. I'm like, she's on one leg. And gravel. But also, they should have just given them flats. They should have given them Grecian sandals. sandals. Flat sandals. I'm honestly surprised sandals. that they mm -hmm. didn't. Yeah. And it would have been so much easier to do athletic things where you're balancing on one foot if you don't have to worry about, like, tiny heels. Stilettos. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just made me so angry to listen to like because it doesn't stop if it was said once you'd be like fine you made a reference that you know like you've made a knowledgeable reference in your yes. head but then and it's I, just like constant and i just don't know where it's coming from like all this this whole starts a whole thing of no one knows who dominique is no you know she's not memorable she's j-lo she's beyonce who's dominique where's dominique dominique got first call out last week dominique has had two first call outs and proved herself to be a really good singer yeah yeah honestly if this was the if the competition was right now like before this episode mm -hmm. i would have predicted dominique the winner yeah. honestly it's between like, dominique and allison mm -hmm. yeah for sure <sighs> anyways i like this photo i don't think it's that bad on the other hand uh angelie is next Oof, yeah this photo where she is ripping the heart out of an enemy out of, of a god. sky god yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the weird the perfect straightness of her arm and her two legs and they praise that well in the perspective of how her upper body is leaning towards the, towards camera, the camera so her hand and arm look huge this is this arm looks like a halloween decoration it looks as long as her leg they, her arms and legs look like they are the same length. Yeah, this yep. is that, you know, that like uh, visual thing where they're like, which line is longer? And it's yep. like, actually, they're the same length. Uh huh. If I, in Photoshop, took that arm off and put it beside the leg, they would be the same length. And it would be longer than the one in the background. I like her face. Her mouth is very nice. Mm -hmm. It's not tense either. Her face, like, despite the fact they're that They're going to say that her face is dead, and I fully disagree, at least I in this I disagree with that, too. Yeah. I disagree. I just... Uh, this photo is not good. Well, it, this almost looks like that faux fisheye lens photo. It looks yes. like it's the perspective is so odd. And these pants. And these pants. That's a fault of styling and Nigel, but still, I don't understand why they like it so much. But then they don't. Like that's the thing. They like praise it, but then mm, spoiler, it ends in the bottom two. Like yeah. so. What, what, uh. Oh, I also want to advance my conspiracy theory do, 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 do. because right before they came to panel angelie said i had a bad photo shoot the only way i'm getting through is on personality 
I think she is pretending not to know shot put oh. as part of like Angeli personality. Let's have a moment where we're funny together. I think it's strategy. Maybe. It's also probably why she decided to make the wrong decision of singing as she walked up. Yeah, she's just throwing all the personality she can. She's doing. It. Oh, she she's what calling, she's responding to Tyra though. Mm-hmm. She's calling, responding to yep. Tyra. Singing. She's not generating any of it. It's all coming from the panel. Yeah. Except for, like I said, the shot put thing, which I think is strategy. Sure. Laura is next. This is Tyra at her only real cute moment with these, where she goes, blah, blah, blah. I don't know the words. <laughs> well, she only sang the pot lead them part. I know. <laughs> she doesn't know the words, Alexander, but she got to that point, and I can tell that she was like, damn it, I've sang every song, and <laughs> Laura's had almost no lyrics. <laughs> there was a girl and a boy. Southern. And we're southern sweet things. <laughs> southern sweet things. Sweet tea. Cow castration. Calf birth. And also wheat. <laughs> right? Anyway, come on down. I think mm, I will give Laura the credit that her eyes do really come through this mask. I think the upper half of this photo is great. Yeah, yes. dumb bow and arrow aside, I think the upper the upper tactical half is... bow, military grade bow aside, insanity. The upper half waist up, mm-hmm. I think, is a very successful photo. Why would you put anyone in this dress for this challenge? This is especially for archery. Yeah, when the stance is the is the part of it is Why the thing that makes you good pants? at it. Yeah, this was not her fault at all. There was not going to be a successful version of that. No, and Andre Leon Talley, once again shitty shit attitude whatever was a bee in his bonnet this episode was just like how dare you with this dress it looks like like spandex okay he didn't pick the dress yeah that's this has been my biggest thing and this is his last cycle it's my biggest criticism of andre on the panel for as much as he's brought to us in good styling critique and also full nonsense is when andre doesn't like one aspect of a photo shoot Mm and or the styling he blames the model for that always yeah and not subtly it's not like i feel like there's an unconscious bias that's happening that he doesn't like the styling and therefore he doesn't like the modeling he just says it yes yes and i get it he's a stylist person he cares about that but sure. that's not what you're judging because mm-hmm. we've let andre leon Talley outside of the judging room when he's like had tea with the girls oh or yeah like, come over for chats like great well, place he's been there to <laughs> rep for contestants who otherwise would have really gotten bullshit in the panel for no reason right but yeah he gets he sees this and he will and it's fine to as you said jw he's coming from the styling background but you're here to judge the modeling you know as we head into private chambers but like also the cultural choices that are made yeah really Mm -hmm. great and they do show up a lot in his judging Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But who does not have a gold medal, does not have a silver medal, does not have a bronze medal? Oh, no, there's not a fourth medal? (laughs) Oh, no. So two are going home because five minus three equals one? Does not have a participation (laughs) ribbon? Private chambers. (laughs) Nigel compliments himself. Yep. And Miss J, this is where he he reveals that Allison just said she doesn't want to do catwalk. And he's like, well. And the panel does not care. Like. I feel like when Miss J says that, he's like, so this is bad, right? And they're all like, whatever. And he's like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> oh, and you liked Lisa's photo? Double bye. <laughs> and then this is also where the title of the episode comes from, where Nigel just adds that Laura's sister kills rodents. For them to eat. 
no, yeah. that's what she said. I was also like, wow, way to make them. The Southerner me got very offended. Like, oh, yes. cool. So we made it more hillbilly. Uh-huh. But also, you wouldn't be, I'm sorry, you're not hunting rodents with a bow and arrow. No. You're I don't, hunting like, When deer. she said you gotta eat, how did you not immediately go to deer? Also, Tyra, you know how she always transitions to the next person by saying just their name, usually? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says Lisa this time, like, she's scared of the name. She goes, Lisa. <laughs> like, the name itself is <laughs> scary to her. At one point, Andre is so done with this show. Oh, they're, yeah. Checked out. trying to talk about one of the contestants, and he is just fully looking to the side, laughing at something that's happening off camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tyra, like, physically pulls him in, and he's like, what? Oh, huh. <laughs> also, he's been doing this thing recently. We haven't really chatted about it, where when Tyra says her, like, going out of private chambers thing, like, we've made a decision. He's like, yes, we definitely have. Big one. Heavy decision. And you're like, okay. Laura is not a twig. Because she's got curves like a Porsche. Hey, it's Laura. Hey, it's Laura. Ah. And and then I did find it funny that Tyra really pissed off Andre. If if Andre Leon Talley hadn't already thought about quitting before. <laughs> Talk about people who are tired, too. <laughs> <Tyra's>, <laughs> Tyra calls Andre Nigel. She's flying, Nigel. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and who's an ancient Olympic flame is out. I also love that the panel thinks that Extra is going to allow this winner to interview <laughs> Angelina Jolie or Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> First of all, amazing Tyra 2 list. Out of context, you never know why you're comparing those two people. Also fascinating to think that in this scenario, Angelie is doing an interview with Angelina Jolie or Reese Witherspoon, and they give her... A devastating personal critique. Yeah. <laughs> so she gets upset and walks off let's, the job. Let's, let's, let's role play this. <laughs> you want to be Angelie or you want to be Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, hi, uh, Reese. I'm Angelie with E. Who are you wearing? <laughs> Angelie, your hair is terrible. <laughs> Angelie, ask me that again. You lack confidence. (laughs) (laughs) You're not giving 716. (laughs) You know, interestingly, we haven't heard that in a little bit. Just in the credits, in the opening credits. So when we come back for a call-out order, this is the moment I noticed Dominique's puffy sleeves. Not Mm. not her best look. But she always looks so good in panel, though. She does. I mean, comparatively. Mm. Laura... Gets first call out. Yes. I understand that. Yes. Me too. Nooch. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite pasta. (laughs) Noochie. Allison is second. And Lisa is third. Which leaves Dominique and Angelie in the bottom. I was, you know, watching the episode. And clearly, I know who's about to go home because I know how the cycle ends. Right. And you're just like, how? How, how does she go home on do this? Do they photo? justify this? Well, they don't, basically. No, they we, really don't. We don't remember. Who are you? I don't remember you, so you shouldn't stay here. Yeah, because we didn't even t- bring it up. But Nigel is doing the, they given Nigel this note that he has to do the, I went to sleep thinking about all the models and I couldn't remember Dominique. Mm-hmm. Sure, she's professional and she takes amazing photos and she's really talented. But who is she again? Because I'm going to say it. If you wanted to get rid of Angelie, 
this is the episode to get rid of Angelique. Yes. The photos mm-hmm. are very good. Mm-hmm. She did. She cracked under pressure. Mm-hmm. Why not send Angelique home? Mm-hmm. Other than you're in really invested in torturing her or her win, like, I, but like to say that like Angelique gets to stay with a worse photo and a worse performance, mm-hmm. and Dominique has to go home because you've come up with a storyline that she's not memorable. And look, also just in general, pure math. Angelique has been in the bottom two so many times. Mm-hmm. Send her home. Well, and that's like that can only contribute. If if you're telling Angelique that she needs to be more confident and then putting her in the bottom two constantly, how is she supposed to feel about herself within this process? Mm-hmm. And also just any contestant that we've ever seen who's been in the bottom two this much is interesting knowing the end of the cycle, but usually knows like, I can't win this. Mm-hmm. It is fascinating again, knowing right. the, the end result that obviously goes against but what I'm saying. But I just don't know why but... they're so committed to it when there's clearly so many outs mm-hmm. and... When we see Dominique's photos throughout the cycle, every single one is stunning. Didn't take one bad photo. Probably one of the best portfolios in top model history. Mm-hmm. Truly. And I love that she says my journey is obviously something different. And I accept that. And I'm okay with that. Very nice end note. Are we ready for Dominique Rygaard slash sometimes Brooks? Can I, can I contribute the one thing that I found last week? For sure. Go <laughs> so, ahead. When we were prepping. The Pot Lead'em episode. I was, of course, searching for songs wherever I could find them, wanting to hear the full track. Yep. And this is when I discovered Dominique Reichardt's album on Spotify, because that is my preferred platform. I don't know if it's on other platforms, but I need every listener of this <laughs> podcast to get on your preferred platform and listen to You Need a Job from the 2014 album Spend It All. You won't regret it. <laughs> you will not regret it. I'll also say that whole album, very listenable. Mm-hmm. I will say, You Need a Job, it's not really so much just a song as an instruction manual on how to go and get a job. Mm-hmm. It, it has such little lyrics, it's like, <laughs> fill out an application. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I guess that is something I do. <laughs> oh my gosh, you need this. Get your references together. Tell them that you're doing it. The mortgage is due on Friday. Better get that job on Wednesday. <laughs> Please, please listen to it. it is because I was going through the album I'm like yeah this is fun it's dancey whatever and then that track came up and I got so excited and Kim Kardashian should be paying Dominique royalties you need a job mm-hmm. oh ah, I please someone mix it together <laughs> and also how is I mean TikToks do your thing get the get the get the you need a job could easily be a viral yes. sound. oh my god start it JW <laughs> start the trend Here's some cool stuff. Here's one thing we haven't talked about a lot. <laughs> I said, that's so weird. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we talk it's, about everything, JW. It's the end of the episode. I'm, I'm feeling punchy. Okay. Along with four other alumni, Dominique was invited to compete for a contract with Carol's daughter to be their new spokesmodel. Oh. This was on the Tyra Banks show. Multiple episodes. She won the competition. Yay. Oh. Beating Lauren Cycle 10, Fatima, Bianca, and the runner-up for this competition was Cyclate Renee. Oh. And if you look this up, the main clip you will find is when this was announced, and it was between Dominique and Renee, Renee reacts extremely poorly. Now, we've heard somewhere they now on Renee, so I don't want to judge her a little too harshly, but also the show did not know, the Tyra Banks show, I mean, did not know how much they were going to get from her. To the She sits with an audience member who comforts her, just a random audience member. What? She is crying. She is sitting down. Eventually... The representative from Carol's daughter 
just has to say, well, Renee, we're excited to work with you as well. Because they just cannot console Renee. Oh, no. It is fascinating. It's called, like, Model Town or something, too. <laughs> oh, Model really... Town. I remember Model Town. Yeah, it was Lisa just... the Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> also, here's a, a little fun fact. Dominique was one of three girls from this season to not have had a first call out in their original season. Oh, sure. And have one in All-Stars, to be clear. Um, the other two were Isis and Laura, which surprised None of them had a first call. I mean, Isis wasn't on the show for very long, I suppose. I'm surprised that Laura never got a first call. I remember us literally talking about this same exact yeah. thing. Yeah, honestly, I'm a surprising little surprised every Tom- time. Yeah. They didn't like um, Dominique on her original season. Yeah, true. But she just was there for such a long time. You'd think something. Anyway, she posed with Allison for the Philippine Star Supreme. So, got to work together. She has since retired from modeling and now is the co owner of EE Ward Moving and Storage, which is the oldest black-owned business in america so famously so is it the oldest black-owned business in america that it was an answer on jeopardy oh wow she has a social media post where she was like it's so cool to see ee ward as a jeopardy question i guess they're the answer you get the answer jeopardy's the opposite yes (laughs) and like you said she went into music for a little while this is smart she released the first single on top of the world one day after the music video episode in all stars so smart rupaul drag queen contestants wish she she walked so they could sashay. <laughs> the music video has over eight hundred thousand views on YouTube, and she also released a cover at some point of um, somebody that I used to know. Mm-hmm. Also on the album. Mm-hmm. And so, and then it you know talks about spend it all a little bit. Did some research on that, but Hannah's already uh, so well explained. But yeah, and it's a cool update. Like business owner, there's a lot of stuff I would on be her Instagram about to know how she found herself owning this business she has some um i don't know if they're like online but it it showed advertisements for her speaking as a ceo of a business so Mm -hmm. she definitely is also someone who's like kind of doing speaking engagements on that particular topic as well tyra wishes an effective cult leader if she Mm -hmm. wanted to be Mm -hmm. elimination aside i'm glad that dominique of everyone so far has kind of gotten the most redemption Mm -hmm. from her original season to now absolutely if is she is the one who feels the most like a new contestant Mm -hmm. where if you were to watch cycle 10 and then all stars back to back she feels like a wholly different person now i want to be clear that i'm not saying there was anything wrong Wrong. with dominique but she on cycle 10 moments of had yeah she was brasilia yeah you know she was just a less than successful model who mm-hmm. is also a goofball in sometimes the right way and sometimes the wrong way. <laughs> and in this, we couldn't get over... The right kind of goofball. <laughs> we could not get over just how objectively stunning she was. Start to finish. True glow up. Walked in gorgeous. Incredible clothes. So much self-confidence. Great pictures. Just, like, what a report card for returning and you know you said it yourself hannah like you still had a little bit of that glint in the eye mm-hmm. that original cycle dominique to keep her her personality but she truly feels like she just grew into herself a little bit mm-hmm. you know it's it was really nice to see her and i'm glad this is kind of how we'll remember dominique i'm a little i'm still surprised she does not win the cycle 
I really am. It really feels like the type of contestant that they would have wanted to have elevated to a victory. It's because in some ways, and I'm not saying this in a shady way, because it's also the quote that they put on her photo, but like, of all the contestants, she is the most Tyra. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wonder if she just wasn't doing the brand enough. Because Survivor? she would occasionally, because yeah, she was trying to play the game. She would be like, yeah, I'll name my perfume Survivor, whatever. But it's just so did not match up with this like vision of gorgeous professional model who seems to just have a talent for this and do her own thing and be happy that I just wonder if they tried to give her a narrative that just fizzled out and didn't work. So yeah. they said, no, we can't work with this. Yeah, that's true. I it's it's this whole cycle and its relationship to the brand that was given to them. And sometimes you can be Bianca and really be trying to be your brand all the time. And that's bad. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can not at all be your brand and that's bad or good. <laughs> it just depends. And the, the, the whimsical nature, which they decide when it's cool to be on brand with your Very brand word and when not. Yes. yes. What a good brand that'd be mercurial. And if you think we're mercurial, Ooh. you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you. Sometimes, sometimes we hate it. <laughs> Who can pin us down? Uh, uh, we're different. We're enigmas. <laughs> we love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. We also can be reached at podleadum.com. PO box is there. Or go to podleadum at gmail.com. Put that in your to form of an email. <laughs> type, type, type. Just so the listeners know, Alexander's never sent an email, so this is his first time <laughs> describing it. I only reply all to emails. Never <laughs> sends an email itself. I don't I don't I don't fuck with that two line. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Everyone's gonna hear what Alexander Price has to say. That's why I have a podcast. It's part <laughs> of your mercurial nature. I'm a flibberty gibbet. <laughs> you can find me anywhere at yet charming. I'm on Instagram at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. I'm on TikTok at JW Crump. Okay. Doing the you should get a job dance. <laughs> <laughs> you need a job. <laughs> and don't forget to use the hashtag pod lead anytime you talk about us because I want to hear it. But I also want this to week hashtag Flaberta Gibbet. <laughs> You made it into a person named Flaberta Gibbet. <laughs> New drag name, Flaberta Gibbet. Flaberta Gibbet. She's so fun. <laughs> Flaberta Gibbet. Her friends call her Flurb. <laughs> she had a movie. It was called Flurber. <laughs> Can you tell? It's the second episode of two. So for Bodlita, I've been Flaberta Gibbet. I'm Flaberta Jenkinsburg. <laughs> and I'm FJ Crump. It stands for Flaberta <laughs> Oh, and you know Flaberta will see you on top. <laughs> Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.